this week on Cinematic Sound Radio. It's another new and recent releases roundup program. Today, you're going to hear music from seven albums, including Coco, The Shape of Water, Way of the Rebellion, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and The Last Warrior. Our video game selection of the week is Call of Duty WW2. And of course, we're playing an extended suite of music from John Williams' brand new score to Star Wars The Last Jedi. My name is Eric Woods. Thank you very much for joining me. Sit back, kick up your feet and relax as Cinematic Sound Radio begins now. Since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, you're listening to Cinematic Sound Radio, the show dedicated to the music of film, television, and video games. I'm Eric Woods. Hello to all of our listeners at WROCK Radio, CinematicSound.net, and anyone listening through iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, Google Play or wherever great podcasts are found, it's great to have you on board. If you're listening to this program on iTunes, please take the time to rate and review the show. So today's a big show. It's been about a month or so since we did a new releases roundup. And trust me when I say this, there isn't a dud score on the program. Listening to this program specifically and everything that we're going to play on the show is why we all love film music. So much great stuff is coming your way in the next few hours. And what a perfect day it is for me to launch this new episode as today is the day that we finally get to see Star Wars The Last Jedi. And of course, today we finally get to hear John Williams's brand new score. Now, I've listened to this score roughly four or five times since receiving it. I haven't seen the movie, so I'll talk more about my experience of hearing the score in context on a later episode of Cinematic Sound Radio. However, I will be joining the Soundcast this weekend to discuss the film and music in more detail, so check out my Twitter feed or Facebook account when you can hear those new shows. Now, The Last Jedi is, of course, the eighth film in the Star Wars saga and is the direct sequel to 2015's The Force Awakens. This time, Ryan Johnson is in the director's chair, and J.J. Abrams will be returning to complete the new trilogy for Episode Nine. Now, composer John Williams, of course, returns to write the score for this new film, and he brings with him a plethora of previously existing themes that he plays around with quite a bit in this score. Of course, we get Luke's theme, Leia's theme, Rebel Fanfare, Yoda's theme, the Imperial March, the Force theme, Rey's theme, Kylo's theme, the Resistance theme, the Jedi Steps theme, Poe's theme. That's a lot of themes. 
And if I missed any, I'm pretty sure you're going to let me know about it. But all of that stuff that I just listed is in this score. It's quite incredible, really. On top of that, the new character, Rose, gets a brand new theme. And there's a bit of a reworking of the resistance music as well in this score. There's also some frenetic action material, but that's pretty much par for the course for Star Wars. Uh, there's some deeply dramatic writing as well, especially the last few cues on the album. There's some dynamite stuff that John Williams has created. The only disappointment that I have right now are the few moments where John Williams is essentially copying and pasting orchestrations for a few of the previous themes that are presented in the score, especially moments featuring Yoda's theme. In the end credit piece, which is called Finale on this album, one of Williams' greatest strengths is creating coherent end credit cues. Well, unfortunately, the finale cue on this album is a bit of an unfocused mess, so I'm not going to be playing it on the show today. But besides that, after a few listens, there are plenty of highlights, as well as a few new themes to sink your teeth into. Overall, The Last Jedi is a pretty darn good time.
Music from Star Wars The Last Jedi, original score composed by John Williams. And the original soundtrack recording is available through Walt Disney Records. You're listening to the film, television, and video game music radio show, Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the program, as on today's show, we're featuring some new and recent CD releases. Up next is music from Pixar Animation's Coco, with original score composed by Michael Giacchino. This film was based on an idea by director Lee Unkrich, and it's co-directed by Unkrich and Adrian Molina. The story follows a 12-year-old boy named Miguel Rivera, who is accidentally transported to the Land of the Dead, where he seeks the help of his musician great-great-grandfather to return him to his family among the living. The concept of the film is essentially based on the Mexican holiday of the Day of the Dead. It is a really sweet, well-told movie with some absolutely dazzling visuals, great jokes, and it just tugs at your heartstrings. And Pixar, when they're creating original content, do that so well. And it's great to see an original idea come out of Pixar that isn't a sequel or a retread of something that they've already done before. The score for the film is composed by Michael Giacchino. And his most challenging aspect of the score for this film was to make sure that the score's Mexican-influenced music sounded as authentic as possible. So he turned to two people for some help, Camilo Laura and Jarmaine Franco, who were there anytime Giacchino needed some guidance on the sound of a particular cue he was writing. Franco also had a hand in writing the heartbreaking song Remember Me, which hopefully gets some serious Oscar consideration because it's a tearjerker. The lyrics of the song were written by Adrian Molina, and I rarely play songs on this program, but this song is so good. Now, we're actually going to play two versions for you today on the show. The first version is the one that Hector plays for his young daughter, Coco, the day that he leaves her. And then I'll play the most pivotal version performed by our main character, Miguel, who performs it for Coco, who is now Miguel's great-grandmother. This particular scene is just magical storytelling. Chiquino's score is full of heart, emotion, melody, and color. It's really a fine effort and makes for a wonderful listen. Here now, music from Coco. Remember me, though I have to say goodbye. Remember me. Don't let it make you cry For even if I'm far away I hold you in my heart I sing a secret song to you Each night we are apart 
Remember me, though I have to travel far. Remember me, each time you hear a sad guitar. Know that I'm with you, the only way that I can be. Until you're in my arms again.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to Coco with original score composed by Michael Giacchino with Remember Me composed by Adrienne Molina and Jermaine Franco. The original soundtrack recording is available on Walt Disney Records. The home for film, television, and video game music since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the show. The last score we're going to play for you this hour comes from a film directed by Guillermo del Toro called The Shape of Water. Film star Sally Hawkins as a mute custodian at a high-security government laboratory 
who befriends a captured sea creature in 1961 Baltimore. Film is earning rave reviews and is currently nominated for seven Golden Globes, including one for Alexandre Desplat's Splendid Score. This is the first film Desplat has worked with Del Toro on, and Del Toro has worked with a who's who of big-name film composers, such as Marco Beltrami, Ramin Javadi, Danny Elfman, and Fernando Velasquez, just to name a few. The main goal of the score was to play up the romance between the mute Eliza and the sea creature, played by Doug Jones. The only way that Desplat was going to nail the score was for him to basically nail the opening scene, which was so pivotal to the progress of the rest of the score. His opening cue is warm, fragile, and a bit melancholic. The other important aspect of the film score was to avoid traditional horror-thriller clichés, because even though we are dealing with somewhat of a monster in the film, but he really isn't a monster, and scoring him that way would have been incorrect. With a film dealing with movement and water, Desplat decided to mimic those actions with his orchestrations. He needed flowing orchestrations, as if you were surrounded by water, light and freeing, like a fairy tale, which the film basically is. It sounds gimmicky, and it is, but it works superbly. The main melodies in the movie are either performed on accordion or by Desplat's own whistling. And one awesome bit of orchestration info. Alexander Desplat used 12 flutes in the woodwind section. And 12 flutes only. There were no other winds present. And if you followed Desplat's career to date, you will know how much he loves that particular sound. And hearing 12 of them play in this score is simply delightful. Here now, The Shape of Water, original score composed by Alexandre Desplat, and the original soundtrack recording is available on Decca Records.
streaming on the web since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to Cinematic Sound Radio. This is the show dedicated to the music of film, television, and video games. My name is Eric Woods, and I'm your host on today's program. It's a new and recent releases roundup. Now, if you thought we were done with Star Wars music, you'd be wrong. What we're going to play for you right now is a a pretty unique Star Wars-inspired score that I felt that, of course, today's program would be a perfect time for me to fit it into the schedule. Way of the Rebellion is actually a fan film produced by Wong Fu Productions about two unlikely heroes who get caught up in the battle between the Empire and the Rebellion. It's a short film that runs 13 minutes in length. It's actually pretty solid. Well shot, featuring some impressive special effects, and a solid story that runs parallel to the events in the first Star Wars film. What really separates this from other Star Wars fan films is that writer-director Wesley Chen hired composer George Shaw to write his score, and he actually managed to get the score performed by live musicians, even though if it was only for 15 minutes. But the writing is excellent. The recording is fantastic, done by John Rudd. The score is definitely written in the classic Star Wars style with sweeping melodies and operatic grandeur. And who allowed us to hear all of this inspired music? Well, of course, it's movie score media. And releasing scores of this sort is their MO. They do such a great job at finding those diamonds in the rough. Also available on this album is a collection of other Star Wars fan films that composer Shaw has written the music to. So here now, music from the fan film called Way of the Rebellion, with original score composed by George Shaw. Thank you. 
music from the Star Wars fan film Way of the Rebellion, with original music composed by George Shaw, and the original soundtrack recording is available on MovieScore Media. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the program. Our video game soundtrack selection of the week is Call of Duty World War II with music composed by Will Roger. Roger's been working in the video game industry for about a decade, first as a music editor and then as an additional composer on such titles as Star Wars The Old Republic. But after LucasArts was acquired by Disney, it was shut down in 2012 and Roger was out of a job. Since then, he's been doing some freelance work and working on various projects, but Call of Duty, WW2, is easily the biggest project he has worked on. The game went back to its series roots in World War II, where composer Michael Giacchino wrote a pair of scores for that series. Roger's approach to scoring the game was to write something more in tune with Michael Giacchino's original score, as it was Giacchino's scores that initially inspired him to write orchestral game music. And what Roger planned on doing, though, but at the same time, Roger modernized the music for the main audience of the game. The score for the game is basically stripped of any cliched Hollywood World War II sounds like militaristic snares and heroic trumpets. Instead, the percussion in the score was actually designed around the sounds of tanks, steam trains, explosions and debris and other audio sources from the era, which Roger calls the haze of war. However, Roger did use a very traditional leitmotivic approach for the characters and various places in the game. Here now, Call of Duty, WW2.
music from Call of Duty WW2, or World War II, with original score composed by Will Roger. And streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the program. Up next is music from a fantastic movie called Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, with original score composed by Carter Burwell. This film was written, produced, and directed by Martin McDonough and stars Francis McDormand. Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell, John Hawks, and Peter Dinklage, and follows a mother who takes matters into her own hands after the police in her town are unable to find a suspect in her daughter's murder by purchasing three billboards to call attention to the unsolved crime. The original score for the film was composed by Carter Burwell, and he wrote roughly 20 minutes of music for the movie. The main focus was to get the tone or atmosphere correct. With the film taking place in small town Missouri, traditional Americana instruments were required, such as a mandolin and acoustic guitar, enhanced by percussion and various other adequate instrumentation. Two themes were written, one for a mother's loss, and then one for the mother on the warpath, as she does everything to solve her daughter's murder. These themes are expressed right off the bat in the opening cue of the film. But the real important theme, and the one that helps ground the film and the score, is the loss theme, which Burwell returns to often. The score is really powerful, beautiful, and incredibly well spotted. Here now, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. The original score, composed by Carter Burwell.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, with original score composed by Carter Burwell, and the original soundtrack recording is available on Verez Serban Records. Well, we sadly come to the end of yet another edition of Cinematic Sound Radio. Thanks to everyone at W Rock Radio for helping me get this show on the W Rock Radio airwaves. Check them out at wrockradio.com. Feel free to reach out to Cinematic Sound Radio by emailing me at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. Don't forget to visit cinematicsound.net to hear an archived version of this show and years of previous programming as well. We're also on iTunes. If you're listening to this show on iTunes, please rate and review the show. It really helps get the show noticed. We would love to get as many brand new listeners on board. I also want to thank Tim Burden for lending us his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program. And of course, David Cusina for writing Cinematic Sound Radio's intro music. We end the program today with music from a Russian fantasy adventure film directed by Dmitry Dyachenko called The Last Warrior, which was co-produced by Walt Disney Pictures along with Village Roadshow and various Russian film companies. The film actually came out in October. I had never heard of it before, but my interest peaked when I heard that George Callis was on board to score the film. Callis was first introduced to me last year with his score to 93 Days, which featured one of my favorite cues of all of last year called Speech of Remembrance. I played on the show last year. If you haven't listened to that program, then search for it on Cinematic Sound Radio's website. Anyway, I've since gone on to hear his 2013 effort, Gagarin, First in Space, and this year alone, Callis has written outstanding scores for Albion, The Enchanted Stallion, and The Black Prince. Now, Callis was already having a fantastic year with those two projects, but now we get this fun, melodic, playful, swashbuckling effort from an obscure Russian fantasy epic, and it is fantastic. The score has a contemporary feel to it, but it's still rooted in the glory of orchestral film score past, featuring thunderous action, heroic melodies, romantic themes, and angelic chorus. If Callus isn't on your radar yet, then you should remedy that now. He's one of the brightest talents working in the game today. And we end off today's program with his latest score to The Last Warrior, available on Walt Disney Records. I want to thank you very much for joining me today. I hope you really enjoyed today's program. And until next time, take care and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Cinematic Sound Radio. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. Don't forget to check us out at Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net on the web, Sound Radio on Twitter, and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on iTunes, why don't you take a moment right now and rate the show and write a brief review. All reviews help us get noticed on iTunes. And don't forget to tell all your friends about the program as well. Share the show on your favorite social media network. We really appreciate all the support. And don't forget to check out our affiliate at WRock Radio at WRockRadio.com.